Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email Jacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Everyone and welcome to USA Global TV and Radio. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck. I'm the president, founder, and chief listening officer here at our network. Our show today is the Mallorca Connection, and my dear friend is traveling around through Europe in his motorhome, and he is finding Wi-Fi here and there. And when he can, he figures out something else. Let's welcome the star of our show, Mr. Roland Friedel. Hello. Hello, Dr. Jacqueline. Great to see you again. Nice to see you as well. And and by the way, I really admire the fact that whatever happens with technology, you figure out some way to make it work. People are really overwhelmed by technology, and that's not the topic of, for today, but I just wanted to applaud you that you are showing that you really can live a wireless life and make it work. Yeah, f- thank you. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's really challenging, but, you know, from my attitude, I'm, I'm only looking for solutions. I don't care about problems. I'm, I'm a solution seeker. So there's always a solution. There's always a way. There's always, if, you, if your why is strong enough, there's always a how and a what, yeah. Absolutely. So true. And we have a very interesting topic today that you came up with. I want to acknowledge you for that. Before we get into the topic, people are joining us from all over the world, including on the radio. I want to give a special shout out to our friends on the radio. I met with our broadcast engineer, Chris, and he informed me that people are listening all over the world. So thank you to each and every one of you. So for people who are joining or listening, watching for the first time, tell us a little bit about your background where you're from, and anything you want our audience to know about you. Yeah, thank you. So hello, hello everyone, wherever you're joining us, on a TV station, social media, on a radio station, what is pretty cool too. I was a huge radio fan too, and I'm still am. Um, well, my name is Roland, um, and maybe as you recognize from my accent, but I'm Native American English speaker or even British <laughs> English speaker. I'm raised and born in, in, a, in a small uh, country in the middle of Europe, in Austria, a beautiful country, a lot of culture. So I, I, I went to the school, um, went to the university, and then I left the country because I love travel. I really to travel, not 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 spending vacation on the beach. And I said, I love to travel, meaning I love to get in contact with other people, with other cultures, uh, religions, or uh, things. Um, yeah, I, I love that. So I was always traveling around the globe, and actually, that's the reason why the Mallorca connection. The last fourteen years, Mallorca has been my my home base, which I left by the end of March. And I moved into my, my motorhome. Uh, it was always a dream of mine to, 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 to try it out. And I strongly believe you only regret things you never tried out. So I moved into my motorhome uh, in April this year, so five months ago now, um, with no um, meaning. I have no idea how long it will stay. But uh, actually, I was thinking yesterday, because my plan was maybe a year and a year and a half. But yesterday, I thought, I guess it's going to be longer. I really enjoyed uh, meet so many nice uh, spots and people. Um, as we said in the beginning, it's a little bit challenging with, with the technique, with the network, but there's always a solution. You can fix it. About myself, yeah, first of all, I'm, I'm a human being. Secondly, I'm a man. Uh, and then I'm a father uh, of three boys and my grandfather of three grandkids already. And uh, yeah, after university, I, I started a corporate career. I uh, actually had a very fast career. I was very successful in my own years. I guess I was the youngest member of the international company. I quit it very early because I found out this is not my way of living. I want to have freedom and independence, meaning I want to I want to decide when I work, with whom I work, where I work. So I started my own businesses. To be honest, uh, some were very successful. I uh, made some good money and some also failed. Um, to be honest, uh, the failed one haven't been bad. I learned a lot from them. I learned a lot about business and I learned a lot about myself. So there's there's no failing. It's just it's just uh, experience. So yeah, I'm, I'm also to come when well. 
but it was a good experience, by the way. So I learned a lot. And, and all this experience in sales, in building up companies, in hiring stuff, in, in coaching stuff, in motivation stuff, in, in selling stuff, and then oh, what's around with a, with a business. With all this experience, I started an, an additional business 25 years ago. Uh, based in Switzerland, where we coach and consult international companies on on sales, on different aspects of sales, strategic accounting, large accounting, uh, on innovation, on digitalization, on leadership, on conversation. Actually, in, in I guess in eight or nine different languages my, with my team. Uh, right now, we are working for a U.S. company, a huge technology company, for a Swiss one of the I guess the largest construction company in Switzerland, and a very very uh, amazing company in france and today i got a call if i can come to belgium so we work very internationally mostly remotely but sometimes i also travel so that's that's my, my main business that attracts me to support organizations and their, their leadership and their management and stuff and besides that as i said i'm a man i, de I dedicate my work to men's work i do a lot of men's work and also here on usa global tv and radio i'm very happy since the 18th of may already since uh, uh, more than three months uh, with, with with amazing guys doing it myself, but just created the show Wild and Proud, a show for men, by men, about men are uh, here uh, every Wednesday because I really love to work with men because men need men to talk. And besides that, I'm very engaged in in, in, in environmental projects because I strongly believe that we have to take care and respect Mother Earth and coming soon, I can announce this too, uh, also here on USA Global TV Radio. What a fantastic TV and radiation. Uh, we bring a new show in September together with a co-host, my dear friend Marcin, uh, the, the Earth Show. Um, we'll be surprised. Stay tuned. We'll be very interesting. That's about me. Wonderful. Thanks for sharing all that exciting information. And that's our topic for today is about mother earth why do you care about the future of this planet and what can we learn from watching or listening to this new show the earth show oh first of all why do i care in my who wouldn't care about his or her mother well, everybody cares about hopefully cares about uh his or her mother and i see a bunch of mama as the indigenous says in south america um, um, mother earth i see it as a mother it's nourishing me and all the other one you know for free there's uh, sparkling water in the mountains and the lakes you can drink um, some space i was here in france a few weeks ago like two weeks ago you could drink the water from 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 the river it's so clear it's so good it's tasty um and it nourishes, you know, with all the plants that are growing around and the animals. So Mother Earth is taking care about our, our ours, about us. And as as my as my mom does, my my, my human mom does or did, uh, did in the past. I'm very thankful for that. And and I did care about my mom when she got older, and uh, I tried to help her. And actually, my mom she had never had much money. So when I was uh, make money and successful actually my early years in my twenties I always sponsored that to be I have to say in the beginning when my my, my brother was still alive together with my brother unfortunately he passed away 30 years ago but we always bought my mom a new car or a new fridge or whatever she, whatever she needed you know to make her life a little bit more convenient so we all my brother and myself we always were giving to, to my mom because she supported us with the little money she had that we have a good education, stuff like that. And the same is for me for Mother Earth, you know, as I said, Mother Earth is giving so much to us and why shouldn't we care? Of course I do. Yes, absolutely. It's so, so important to give back. Roland, what about how we hear people say, oh, that's not my problem. That's not our problem. That's the future generation or somebody else can take care of that. I don't have to recycle. I don't have to care about pollution. It's somebody else's problem. Well, I mean, you know, human beings, I mean, <laughs> I mean there are many human beings on this planet and, and all of them have different issues, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, the point is, uh, what, what, I guess what, what people don't recognize is Mother Earth, the planet Earth, doesn't need us. We need planet. We need Mother Earth. We have to understand this. I guess when, when we destroy everything and the human beings are gone, Mama, bunch of Mama, Mother Earth will recover and will still be there. But we are gone. So we have to understand planet Earth doesn't need us. We need planet Earth. 
survive and have a good life? Do we have to understand this? So when we have this understanding that we need it, why we shouldn't care? I mean, when you need your body to, to work, to feel good, of course you should care. When you need your car, of course you go to inspection, you care about it. You, we have to understand that we need the planet. The planet doesn't need us. And, 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 and I think this is a misconception. And when you realize it, that we need the planet, or I need the planet personally, uh, then of, of course you're taking care. Because when you lose it, you're gone. And I know some people don't have aren't aware. Uh, I guess this is this is just an education um, issue. I guess we have to educate people more about taking care about each other. And you know what? Uh, last week I had, I had a conversation with some American friends, and, um, and it was a very controversial conversation, a good one, but a controversial conversation. And one of the guys said, "You know, Roland, uh, I mean, this planet has never been a better place before now." And I said, "No." It's not true. I said, why? Is everything still said no? What it is is it's it's so convenient for us. Yeah, living now for us in the Western world is more convenient. Yes, we have cars to move from A to B, we have elevators, we have microwaves, we have dishwashers. It's really convenient, yes, but it's not better. I mean, we have a suicide rate that is enormous high. Uh, we have addictions to drugs, to pharmaceuticals, whatever. Um, we have a divorce rate that is high. Uh, it's not better. It's more convenient. And the thing is, what we have to understand is, uh, in the past, when I look back to my grandparents working on the farms in the mountains, you know, uh, really tough work. And I, I don't, I don't want to say that we have to go back 200 years. No, I don't, don't, don't misunderstand me. But when life normally is hard, life is hard. And when life is hard, people help each other, support each other. Now it's convenient. Uh, we don't need somebody else to support us. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> normally we, we work together on a farm or whatever, and then we bring the food together, we cook together, we eat together, we talk. This is gone because everything is convenient. I mean, you even have to have cooked. You can go to a restaurant or you can order something. You even have to. To, to, to go for the stuff and pick it up. You can order it at home. Everything is so convenient. And you sit alone at home in your apartment in New York City, in, in Sydney, in, in, in Paris or whatever. You're alone. You order the stuff. You communicate with social media or you're, I don't know, you're addicted to computer games or whatever. Is this really better? I don't believe so. And this is the reason why it's so convenient. We don't we don't take care about others, and we don't care about nature. It's it's all connected. It's all. Don't misunderstand me. I don't want to go back in a cave. That's not the point. But we have to understand: is life really better? No, it's more convenient. We have more knowledge support, so we have to move less. We have to work less. We have, we have less effort. That's true. <laughs> but it's not better. It's not better. That's my strong belief. And, and the reason for that is, uh, as, 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 as I said before, if you don't care about others, you don't care about nature, you're not connected. And then, of course, you don't take care. You don't respect, you don't take care. This is an education of it's all It's all connected. And to be honest, I'm not, I'm not pointing with my finger on somebody. It's because right now here, I'm in South France um, on the Atlantic coast, a beautiful uh, glacier about... 50 miles north from, from, the, from north from the Spanish coast, or Europeans 80 kilometers from the Spanish coast. And here's some young guys uh, who are serving, and uh, some of them, you know, they're collecting the rubbish and bring it away or take them with them. Some just live it here. It's it's the people. Some people are absolutely not aware about it. But when you talk to them and say, "Hey, you, you lost something. You 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 forgot something," I said, "Oh, I'm sorry." So people are so in their daily trance, they're so occupied with the things that's going on. The sometimes they don't realize what they're really doing. I don't that people are really. I say assholes <laughs> in general, but sometimes, you know, we're just so distracted by a lot of things that we don't realize what's going around with us. But, but I see also on the other hand that more and more people are taking care, organizing themselves, like I did with my girlfriend in the past in, in, in Mallorca. We organized our rubbish collections on the beach and stuff like that. And there's a lot of stuff going on. So it's going better. But um, especially in the Western world, I guess there people are changing their minds. What is really concerning me is in the other countries that are now growing and prospering, uh, like India. You know, India is, I guess, they will overtake uh, China in, in one or two years with, with people. It's, I guess, 1.3 billions, like India. So it's two 
2.6 billions just in India and, and China. And they are growing and their economy is growing. And of course, they are buying convenient stuff. And because they produce a lot of waste and, and the, most of the plastic in the world is produced over there. It's, I mean, in the US, you have, I don't know, 450 million people, I guess 500 millions in, in, in Europe, more or less. So it's, it's, it's a billion just in do, these two countries. And we don't talk about Indonesia and all the other countries. It's 2.6 billion producing much more waste. Um, so it's, it's, it's a worldwide problem, but I strongly believe it's not about pointing on somebody else. And, and, and it's it's about starting with ourselves. And sometimes, you know, uh, like the Czechian people say, yeah, but I'm one out of nine billion, eight or nine billion people. What can I make a difference? They say, yes, you can. You can. You become a role model, and then maybe your kids follow you, maybe your friends follow you, maybe your neighbors follow you, your drives follow you, your community follow you, and we, and then the message is spread. It. Yeah. it it has to start with one person. But I know people who who not, who are aware of it, but it takes time. It takes time. Great points. Thank you for sharing them, Roland. So it sounds like what you're saying is this new show, the Earth Show. It's not about assessing blame or pointing fingers or calling out certain individuals or groups or countries. It's about looking at it from a human perspective. How can we as human beings join together to make a change? Absolutely. I, I, I see it from my own experience. I mean, when I was on Mallorca, the island, or here when I'm traveling, you can make a difference. It, it, it just, it's just your, your habits. What, what are you buying? I mean, of course, I'm living in a motorhome. I also move it. I burn gasoline. Yes, I do. But but I only drive, meaning I only use this vehicle to move from A to B when it's absolutely necessary. When it's necessary. And I don't have a motor. Uh, I, some, some, you know, have a trailer uh, with the motorhomes and have a car in the bag or a motorbike. I don't have it. If I stand somewhere in the nowhere at the supermarket or, or whatever it's called, the market is away. Uh, I don't know, it's a mile or two miles or three miles or even longer. I walk. Yeah, I take my dog, I take my, my, my backpack and I walk. Why not? Uh, you know, it, it's good. It's a good exercise. You know, other people drive to, the, drive to the gym and then, I don't know, go on the treadmill or run or whatever. No, I walk when I go to the, actually not super, I don't go to the supermarket tomorrow, Wednesday, Wednesday and Friday here is the farmer market. I go to the farmer market to buy my vegetables. Um, of course, I go to supermarkets too, but I need toilet paper and stuff like that. Yes, but most of my food comes from local producers. So one thing is, of course, yes, I, I burn gasoline. Yes, I ride a motorhome, but I only do it. I only move it when it's necessary. That's one point. And the second point is, is all that, 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 that I buy. Yes, I buy stuff. Yes, I do. I buy clothes. I buy, but. Not every day. Every see you. I use it more often. Uh, and as I said before, with food, I buy with local locals. First of all, I support the local community. It's more important to me. That's about sharing and caring, taking care about others. And second, I know where I'm coming from. You know, I see maybe the field where the, where the vegetables are growing, or the trees, where the fruits are growing, or I see the animals. Uh, how they care about them. So I see this and. The stuff I buy, it's not transported from country to country or overseas, you know, what also produces a lot of pollution. So I, I, it's a decision that, you, that, you, that you're going to make. I'm, you know, I, I live here in Europe. Uh, my question is, do I really need to buy strawberries in winter and bring them, I don't know, from North Africa or South, South Africa? Where is it really necessary? Or is it cool when I have the strawberries in summer when they grow in my area? And if all, do I have to buy apples from Chile or can I eat apples from the area here? It's, it's a decision you're going to make. It's, it's small things. And everyone does the same. Then we, we, we duplicate it, we duplicate it. And then it goes in the, wrong, in the right direction or in the right direction. So it always starts with ourselves. And that's my strong belief. It starts with ourselves. Um, and what I want to do also with this Earthshow is just becoming a role model for others. It's not about doing these big steps and, and having this discussion politically about what we can change worldwide and what we have to do on legislation, on, on the industry. No. It starts with ourselves and what we are doing, how we are behaving, uh, what we are buying. If it, it, we have a lot of power. 
It starts with one person. And you know, when, when you think, yeah, I'm a little person, <laughs> I, always, I always bring this example. I don't know if you experience one when, when you're in the night, I don't know, in a motorhome or in a hotel room or at home, yeah, whatever it is, and you want to sleep, you know, you have just one fucking small mosquito. Does this most small mosquito have a lot of power on you? I think yes. So it's not about our size. I love that example of the mosquito. That was excellent. And also good points about buying local as opposed to having imports come in. Do we really need to have fruit from across the world when there's probably fruit that's grown right where we are? Or maybe we just don't have it until this, the season when it is grown. Good points. What kind of guests do you anticipate mm -hmm. having on this show, the Earth Show, or do you anticipate it'll just be you and Marcin and that will be it? Well, in the beginning, we uh, it's Marcina and myself who are going to start. Um, depending on the topic that we're bringing on the show, we want to invite different yeah, people from different places in the world. I, right now, I'm in contact with people in New Zealand who do really tremendous change uh, in, in how they grow vegetables uh, and uh, how they grow their cattle in a different way. So it's, it's a lot of, of food. Uh, I, I will talk about specialists about water, how we can preserve water, because water, without water, there's no living, so water is very, very important. Um, and, and different stuff. Yeah, we, we will bring experts on the show too. But as I said, it's not it's not being too sophisticated or too scientific. It's It's more about bringing simple examples that everyone can really do. There are no excuses. And I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very passionate about uh, growing own food, which I did on on, on, on the Finca, in Spanish is so Finca, the farmland in Mallorca. Now with traveling, it's, it's not possible. So I buy it with the local farmers. But it just begins uh, just on food, you know, just when you uh, change your behaving, how you buy your food, what you're eating, is it seasonal, yes or no? You make a tremendous difference on, on the environment, on the pollution. As I said before, do you really have to eat? This what's growing in, in, in your time and bring it thousands of miles from somewhere else. Do we really need this? Yes, well, it starts with food. And, and, and I, I really encourage people, and I will do it. Um, I said, when I, after my trips around here, when I, when I make the decision to settle down again, I will buy land and I will grow my own food. And actually, I posted on Facebook, I guess, last week, and I said, those who want to grow will eat in the future. And it's also important. Uh, and when you grow your own stuff slowly, and if you don't have a farmland, if you, maybe you live in a city, you know, and maybe you have a balcony, you can grow, bonnet, I don't know, tomatoes or herbs on your balcony on the terrace. I, I know there are, um, um, they, they call it gardens, you know, where you can grow vertically, indoor with special lights, you know, you can do it. The question is, do you want it? Do you want to change? You can do it. There's no excuses. You can grow, have a little garden on your terrace. You can have a little garden inside. And once you start, you know, it's, it's always about the first step. I always say it's not about big things, starting small, doing the first step. And then you grow it. me, I remember uh, before I moved to this thing in Mallorca, I had a, a fancy penthouse, really fancy luxury penthouse. And I asked, and, and, and on the roof of that, I had a huge chair, an amazing view, and a jacuzzi. And I started growing my own stuff up there. And it was fun, you know. It was my first experience. I said, hey, that's cool, you know, in the earth. And you, you, you see this and you portrait and, and I learned a lot of patience, you know. <laughs> you put in the seat, said, where's the plant coming? Where's the plant coming? I want to have the fruits. <laughs> no, no. I learned a lot about that too. And, and it was so much fun to me. So besides my traveling and working, I was gardening on, on, on my terrace. And then when I moved to the finger, I did a little bit more. But what I say is you just start. And then you say, hey, it's cool. I love it. Especially if kids, kids love it or grandkids, doesn't matter. And then you start. You do the next step. And then you read about it. Uh, you can you know, buy a book about it. Um, I was... I, um, I remember I was buying an American book, or Square Square Fruit Gardening, it was called. It was my first book, and then I, I saw tutorials on YouTube, and I engaged more. And then I met a friend uh, who do permaculture. I get more and more engaged. It's slowly, 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 uh, like I did. You know, I, I, I was raised in, in a city. Yeah, and I spent most of actually my first. 25 years I spent in the city. I'm a city boy. But I get more and more used to the countryside and I, I, I loved it. And, you know, and I dig the earth and plant this stuff. And I really love it. And when you eat your own food, uh, it tastes differently. It tastes differently. And, you know, I, I planted it. I got the seeds. I planted it. I watered it every day or every second day, depending where you in which climate zone you live. And this is different. You enjoy it absolutely differently. It's can everyone do. 
there's no excuse. It starts with food. I, I strongly believe uh, when you want to take care about the environment, it starts with food. And I'm, I'm, I'm clear. I, I'm a meat eater. I'm not a vegan because some people say you have to go vegan to, to, to save the planet. I'm sorry, guys. This is absolute bullshit. This is absolute bullshit. First of all, uh, the data uh, that uh, Club of Rome um, published many, many years ago about uh, uh, you know, uh, breeding this cattle, you know, these cows are polluting so many percent. It's not true. It's not true. They found it out it's not true. And there was a, mis a misunderstanding, wrong data, but they never changed it because there are some interests of so called uh, philanthropes <laughs> who officially do good to the world, but uh, they, but, uh, but in the truth is they're just making billion, billion. They want to sell them more of this vegan, uh, this vegan uh, shit. And um, when I say vegan shit, those men are saying, I love vegetables, I love berries, I love fruits, but I mean, you know, this artificial stuff with a lot of uh, soya prote protein that is really uh, processed. I don't know if you ever saw a soya uh, company. Uh, my goodness, this is chemical processed like crazy. Most people don't know it because soya bean, you can eat it. <laughs> no, no way. So it's highly processed. There are a lot of officials, artificial stuff in a lot of uh, colorings and uh, a, lo a lot of e-numbers. And especially when you look at, uh, I don't know why people, when they go vegan, why don't they eat just fruits and vegetables from the garden? Why don't do they have uh, vegan cheese or vegan sausages? I, my goodness, there is more chemical stuff in than the natural stuff. So this is not, a, if you really want to protect or uh, do uh, something for Mother Earth, don't buy at supermarket, buy local supporters and grow your own stuff. And you really can do a tremendous impact on the environment. I, I really, I did a lot of research. I, I was involved, get the right figures, 27, 28 years ago. I had a company, we sold water filtration systems uh, and air filtration systems, water filtration systems, because I found out how stupid this is. Like, you know, 100 or 200 years ago, uh, to walk from your hut or from your cave to another place, to grab the water and bring it home. And people are going to the supermarket and bring water home. Everybody has taken water. So I, I, I sold um, a water filtration system. So you can filter the water at home and drink the water at home. You don't have to bring it, uh, you know, carry these heavy bottles at home or drive the car to the supermarket to carry it home. Or even you know, import water, I don't know, from Italy, from France, or from. I mean, and this is the simple thing, the simple things, you know. Uh, when you take care about the water you're drinking, or when you're taking care about the food locally, you have a tremendous impact. A tremendous impact on 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 the environment. This stuff is a huge one, really a huge one. And secondly, is as I said, really move your car or your motorbike whenever it's necessary. And then the next step is maybe when you talk about plastic. Yeah, plastic is good. I guess we had a show uh, a few months ago about it. Yes, plastic is good, but do I really need it every day or here and here? Can I avoid it? And how can I recycle it? So there are many aspects, but uh, I guess we will talk in, in the show a lot about food because I, what I found in my research the, the last uh, months is food, food production has an amazing worldwide impact on the environment. And, and it's not just that the, the fertilizers and herbicides, pesticides, what awful. It's as I said, we 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 grow it somewhere in the world, and then we bring it thousands of miles around. And and you know the most stupid thing is here in Europe, for example. You know, uh, we grow potatoes in Germany. Germany is famous for potatoes, and then we ship the potatoes uh, to North Africa or other countries where they wash them and select them and back them, and then we ship it back. And we do it with many stuff. Grow it in one country, bring it away to clean it <laughs> and bring it back. And I think this this for me doesn't make absolutely no sense. That, I don't even know what to say about all those facts that you just shared. Plus, in addition about food, what about food waste? That's, that's another one. And what happens with the food that we don't eat? And what about how we get rid of our trash and the fact that trash is shipped over to other countries and I guess they dump it somewhere. Uh, do you want to speak a little bit about composting? Yeah, I will do. I just want to mention about food waste. You know, uh, you know, actually, I guess France is the only country where it's legal right now in Europe. But every other country when a supermarket draws food away, gives it away, and you go there and take it, it's like stealing. You get a prison. What? It's ridiculous, you know. They throw it away, and when the poor people who cannot afford it takes it, it's a crime. 
it's a crime. That's incredible. But they, they throw it away. But anyway, so, but it's kind of more. France started, and actually, I guess France was the first government who forced supermarkets, don't throw it away, give it to social uh, institutions, and again, distributed to people who are homeless or cannot afford food. So it's coming more and more and more and more. That's, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, actually, we, we, I mean, it's ridiculous. You know, we, we produce worldwide uh, a lot of food and we just throw it away. And the reason for that we do it is just to keep the price high. It's not that we share it to other people who need it. It's just about keeping the price. And it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, I have some friends who have really huge farms here in Austria, and, and sometimes they tell me what's going behind the scenes. And uh, you're gonna, but it's another topic. It's going to team. That's you know, food waste. I, 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 to be to be honest, I have a problem with food waste. Um, I, I never throw something away, uh, or maybe when it's totally rotten. Yeah, I do. But I'm, my father trained me, you know, and I remember a kid with my with my brother together. When we didn't finish our plate, we didn't have to. The next dinner, as a family, we always came together, you know, more traditional family, we always came together, have dinner together. The next day, my plate was, I was nothing on. I have to sit on the table with my family, didn't get any food. Because my father said, we're known wasting food. So I had a, a kind of very strong education. And one of my best friends told me the same story. So, so I never waste, I never waste food. I'm a really aware of it because... Uh, you know, especially you eat product versus an animal giving life for you, why you should waste it. And but it, it different aspects of wasteful. But um yeah, trash and comp composting. Um also with composting, you know, it's uh it's it's a very good thing, uh composting stuff. And I see it from from friends who do permaculture or similar uh, natural techniques of growing like like fruit stuff like that composting is, is very is is a very good thing and everybody can do it i mean you can even compost at home and use this compost uh to nourish uh, um the soil that you are using on your terrace or on your balcony uh yes but most people don't know it and it's easy it's not it's not difficult i mean you know just if you love to read a book, buy a book about it, or go on YouTube and find a tutorial about composting, uh, uh, then we don't need any fertilizer or herbicide pesticides. And especially, you know, I, 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 I really, really, I dig very deep into permaculture and this normal growing food like Amish people do in the US and uh, grow much better fruits much richer food and more not only quantity uh, in quality but also in quantity uh when you use your own compost you don't need this fertilizer uh, you don't need this pesticides it's absolutely not it's just a business you know you don't need as many compost it grows grows much much better and by the way there is a really really strange things going on dr check i'll go a little bit in politics i don't know if you if you, if you get any uh, we have a lot of rumor going on in the netherlands where charge where farmers uh strike and protest since weeks. You don't see anything on, on, on mainstream media. Since weeks, they blocked the roads and everything because the government wants to take the, the, the land away. Same happens in Germany. Uh, yesterday, a friend in, uh, um, um, informed me that in Pennsylvania, uh, the FBI uh, went into a huge farm from Amish people who, uh, who don't want to be controlled by the government, who don't want to use herbicides, pesticides. They even don't use food because <laughs> they... They, they 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 do all this stuff with horses, you no know, track, you no know, tractors, stuff like that. And and this guy, this 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 farmer went to jail, or he has to buy, find two hundred and fifty or three hundred thousand dollars. So all the governments are um, right now want to control food production. That's actually what Henry Kissinger said years ago, and that's what the Great Reset is doing. Uh, we can control people first. We control the food. Secondly, we control the energy, and then we control the money. And that's what's going on. So. If you want to eat in the future and you eat healthy, learn how to plant. If you don't have a farmland, go on your balcony, your traps, or buy stuff where you can grow indoor. But be aware of it. Learn growing your own food. Maybe when when times are getting harder economically, maybe you don't care. Maybe you don't have champagne every day or caviar or langoust, but you have fruits, vegetables, potatoes. So go for it and learn. And it's fun. It's really fun. It's really fun. Uh, to grow your own stuff. I can highly recommend it. And I, I looked into it during the pandemic and it's quite easy to buy one of these small 
mobile gardens, if you will, and it comes with seeds and everything that you need. You can grow it right there. And they, they have pictures of all the different spaces that people live in. It could be just a studio apartment, as long as there's some sunlight that can, you know, that, that yeah. can hit it. But even if you, if you have a drug apartment, uh, there are, I saw it's, I don't know, it's a company, I guess, called Tower Garden. So you do this virtual gardening. You have water bank, you have a pump, and you pump the water up, and then every plant gets the water, so you're not wasting water. Because when you when you know when you water your plants in the garden, again, ninety percent is just gone, not through the plants. So it's a circulation, then you fill the water in, and uh, you grow vertically. So you did you didn't need much space, but there are many companies on the market, by the way, and they also offer special lightnings. Those guys who who plant Mariana know what I mean. They have special lightnings. And this is like sun, and this really, I, I had it at home, I had it in Mallorca. It's a, this stuff grows like crazy. I, you know, the cucumbers, the salads, whatever, the lettuce, it's growing like crazy. You can plant indoor too, it's working. So there is a solution. The question is, are you ready for it? Yes or no? That's the only one. So when the why is strong enough, you find a way. And there are many, many ways. And you said you can buy starter packages with seeds and everything, it's all there. Go for it, and and, and 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 it's fun. Especially, you know, when you're a young family, when you're listening, you're, you're younger, you have kids, or maybe you're older than my age and already have grandkids like myself. It's fun. Kids love them. And I, I, should, I, I struggle if kids have to learn where the stuff is coming from. It's not produced in a company. No, it grows. You know, the cucumbers, the tomatoes, it's growing. It's growing. It's, 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 it's a plant, yeah? And you can learn it. And and the next step is maybe you 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 have some bees or something like that. Well, I don't know. It's possible, <laughs> but it starts with the first step. I think a great guest for your show would be Pet Psychic Amina because she speaks to all of these things. Even though she's a pet psychic, she's very motivated about sustainability, coexistence. She talks all the time about the honeybees and the monarch butterflies and how once the bees are gone, that's it. There won't be any more food. So yeah. she would be an interesting one for you to have. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I always love to connect with people who go in the same direction. And, and, and the more we share with other people, the more we educate people without pointing with a finger. It's just make people aware of it. There are, if you're open for it, there are options. There are possibilities. There are simple ones, not expensive. Everyone can do it. I guess that's the message. Everyone can do it uh, for a small price. For a small price. And, and, and it's fun. And it's fun. And a yeah, big absolutely. return on investment. People think it's going to be oh, my one thing that I'm doing is not going to matter, but you're one person, I'm one person, and so on and so on. And when we all do these things, it does make a huge difference. Yeah, it's, it's like in the month, a, a, a small snowball. You know, when it rolls, rolls, it becomes larger, 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 larger. And it's it, it's just about starting. And besides that, you know, there are men, and, and, and otherwise, if you don't know how to just Google. I'm sorry for Google. I don't like Google, but <laughs> look at the internet. Uh, you find many communities. Are, it's more coming. I, I know my old home city in Vienna, you know, a friend of mine told me um, there are farmers who, who have a large field, and on this field, they grow, I don't know, 10 different lines. One line tomatoes, one line lettuce, one line cucumbers, one line peppers. And and then they share it on the other way. And they say, okay, I want to have one meter and two meter. And then you have one meter, two meters of all this vegetable. You know, And you say, okay, I, I think about it. Uh, the farmer's growing it for me. I, I pay a little bit. I help him with growing. And when there is harvest, I come there and I harvest my tomatoes, I harvest my cucumbers. And then you get a feeling for nature. said, oh, tomatoes, then they're not growing in winter. Oh, it's interesting. Well, why in the supermarket? Where it's coming from? And this is how education starts. Or you grow your strawberries and said, oh, strawberries here in Europe, strawberries in depending North Europe, they're in, in May, of Europe, Spain, already in, in end of March and April. So, oh, they're growing now. Uh, now I can eat them. Aren't they sweet? And, and, you know, and when you harvest them on the highest point at home, they taste totally different than the supermarket because all the stuff you buy in the supermarket, they have to harvest it quite green. But otherwise, they can uh, store it and ship it. So they harvest it green. And when it's green, it doesn't have all the the, the, the pharmaceutical, uh, the, the, um, how do you call it? The pharmaceuticals in the, 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 the phytonutricals in, you know, all the, all the taste, the colors, and all this, uh, and, and the flavor. So I remember when I was a small kid, the, 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 the strawberries in my grandmom's garden are 
totally different than this water, sorry, shit in a supermarket. Just water. It, it looks like a strawberry. It doesn't smell like a strawberry. It doesn't even taste like a strawberry. So when you grow your own stuff together with your kids or grandkids, feel the difference. Taste the difference. Smell the difference. See the difference. It's much richer. And by the way, it's much healthier because we all know that all this nutrition are, are in fruit or in the vegetable in the last seven, eight, seven to eight days of growing. So most that's the reason why uh, people don't have a lot, uh, not a lot of vitamins and, and, and minerals and enzymes in the body is because we have a lack of this ingredients in our food because we harvest it too early. We harvest it as a cream because otherwise we cannot transport and store it. It's, it's impossible. So when you have your own garden, and as I said, your small one on the territory kind of inside, and you harvest it at the richest point. And that's fresh. And that's a difference. And, and, and strong. I, I, I made my first experience as a student. I will never forget this when I went to Asia. I was in Asia and I had a mango and a pineapple. And I felt this tastes totally different than the garbage I get at the supermarket. But, but I, I only knew before mangoes and pineapples from the supermarket because they don't grow in Europe. And I went to Asia and said, my goodness, yeah, because they get it fresh from the tree, fresh from the field. It's fully enriched. They, ha they harvest it on the on, on, on the latest possible day. It's rich. It's totally different than the, the pineapples or the, the bananas or the mangoes. They harvest them green and they mature it a little bit on transportation. So they ship it, they store it. It's different. So it's not only that you're contributing to a better place and uh, taking care about the environment and grow your own stuff. It tastes better. It smells better. And it's more healthy for you. So there's a lot, lot of advantages for you. Think about it. Think about it and take action. And I would be really uh, excited when you can bring on maybe some guests who have grown their own and can show us. Maybe they can just take a, their camera I will and turn around and show us. Yeah, I will, I will, I will. Because it's a really good idea to bring, bring your own stuff, to grow your own stuff. I mean, you don't need a huge field. I mean, you don't have to harvest, uh, I don't know, 50 pounds of tomato because you can't eat it anyway. <laughs> but <Right>. just <laughs> grow two or three pounds, you know, and enjoy it. Or, or zucchini or a cucumber, whatever it is. Yeah, start slowly. But it doesn't make sense a huge field because I, I, I remember this when uh, together with a friend we were growing uh, zucchinis. And, you know, I was a beginner and I didn't think about it. And also with lettuce, uh, we planted the seed, a lot of them, and at the point, they all be on the same day or the same week. And then we have a lot of zucchini and a lot of, you can't eat it all over. Yeah, so it doesn't make sense. You don't need a lot of space or start a little bit with this, a little bit with that, because you cannot eat 100 pounds of zucchini when you have, when you, when you grow. It doesn't make sense. But if you, but you have to, the option to do it, maybe you share it with homeless people or the community, with the kindergarten, the schools, whatever. That's a lot of, a lot of options. Especially, you know, what, what I want to add to, because I was thinking years ago, but I didn't have the time, when I saw this, this all this, I, love, I guess they call it tower guns or what is, it's worth planning. I was thinking about cities, you know, in, in Europe, like, I don't know, Barcelona, Rome, Paris, Munich, or in the US, I saw this, actually, yeah, I saw it in New York, there was a, a, a Dutch guy who, do, who did roof, uh, how you call it? A top roof planting, so taking the roofs of the, of the skyscrapers and planting stuff there. And the point is, when you work with real soil and you water it, it really becomes heavy. You get some static static problems. So with this with the sour garden stuff from different companies, you can grow in every city on the roofs because most people don't use their roofs when it's flat. Grow their stuff. You can eat it. You can share it with the people living in this in this flat, or you can share it with the community, or give it to the homeless or kindergarten. And with all these fruits, and what is happening next? The bees are coming back to the cities. So it's all connected. So there's so much stuff. But you know, stay tuned for the Earth Show. We will talk about all these topics. There are so many options. There are so many good news about this. So as I said before, we're not going to finger point on. on should we going to not complain any? Uh, government or industry segment? No, it's all about what we can do to make this place a better world and taking care about Pancho Mama. That's all about it. And Roland, can you please let people know the time and day that the show will be airing and when can they start getting involved? I know the first episode is just you and Marcin. How about after that? 
Yeah, to be honest, we, we, we wanted to start on the 6th of September, but we have both more cinemas, we're both so busy, I'm writing my book, I'm, I'm, I'm delivering services uh, to customers, so we're so busy, and I really want to make it good, or we all have to do the home on the website. So the plans, the plans, and hopefully we can make it to start Wednesday, September 20th. Wednesday, September 20th. And the idea is the beginning, we do two shows a month, always on, uh, always on a Wednesday, two times a month. And maybe when there's a good response and people want more, we can do it on a weekly basis. But let's get started twice a month. And Wednesday, on a Wednesday, here in USA, in USA, Global TV and Radio, it's called The Earth Show. And it will be uh, at 1 p.m. Eastern time meaning this is 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific Coast, or right now we're on the same time um, things. It's 7 p.m. Central European time, okay? So Central, 7 p.m. Central European time, sorry, 1 p.m. Eastern time, or 10 a.m. Pacific time. Um, twice a month on Wednesdays. And uh, guys, cross fingers that everything is ready until then so we can start on the 20th of September. We actually, we're very excited about, about it. Absolutely very excited about it. Excellent. And while I have you on the spotlight, can you please give your contact information for people on the radio as well as the podcast uh, listeners and our viewers? Yes, um, thank you for that. Yeah, um, whoever wants to get in contact with me, um, whatever you want to discuss with me uh, about the environment, about food, maybe about the men's topics or business topics or code, whatever it is, I guess the best way is go on my website. I have a, I, ca I call it a main website because I have so many, uh, so cool about many stuff. So I have many, many websites, I guess, eight or eight or something like that on different topics. Go on my main website. Uh, this is my name, rolandfriedel.com. I will spell it for you guys. It's R-O-L-A-N-D-F-R-I-E-D-L.com, RolandFriedel.com. This is my main website. And there you will link to the business website when you run a company. You will find my coaching uh, link to my coaching website. Uh, also for, for the men a website, from the men's website, you go to the Bonfire website where Spring for Men is. And we will also add soon a link to the Earth Show. And the website will be respectmotherearth.com. But coming soon, stay tuned. So if you want to contact me, you're more than highly welcome. I guess it's all about caring and sharing and connecting and, and getting the right people together and, and, and get started. And as I said, it starts with a small snowball and it becomes large and large and the movement becomes large and large and then we connect with artists from all over the world and we make this planet a better place. As I said at the beginning, it's all about giving back because Mother Earth doesn't need us. We need her. All right. Super excited for this show. And it's a show that is relevant to everyone across the world. Doesn't matter where you live, what generation you're in. It's relevant to all of us. So thank you for taking this initiative to bring this to light. And really, it's another step to bring us all together as a global community. Absolutely. I always, you know, yesterday I had a conversation, I compared with religion, you know. It doesn't matter if you believe in God, yes or not, he is there. And the same thing is, with, it doesn't matter if you care about Mother Earth or not, you will one day, you will, believe me. <laughs> Before it's too late, we have to get our act together, Absolutely. for yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, thank you again. I really appreciate you. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow, although I'll be backstage for Wild at Heart Bonfire Talks, Real Authentic Uncut. Yes, and tomorrow's topic is paternity leave for farmers. Yes or no? Yeah, that's a discussion tomorrow. So, yeah, we'll, we'll be interesting again. I'm very looking forward to that. And, by the way, thank you so much, Dr. Jacqueline, for giving us this opportunity to talk here and share uh, what we are concerned about, what we are happy about, what we think about, what we reflect about, what we discuss about. It's all about sharing and caring and connecting. Thank you so much for this opportunity to, 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 um, to provide this platform so it's all possible. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. It's great working with you. All right. Thank we're you. going to sign off for now. So Roland, thank you again for taking this time, this opportunity to tell us about why you care about Mother Earth and this new show, The Earth Show, and why it's relevant, timely, necessary, and beyond anything we could think of to for us to survive for people after us to come to a planet that we can live and breathe without continuing 
waste. Think about all the disease that comes from rotting food and then the insects that eat and just so on and so on and so on. So we need to really start taking these steps and we can all do it. And you're going to show us the way. So thank you again. Thank you. Thank you so much. And bye-bye. Bye for now. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you, everyone. And again, I just want to acknowledge our viewers and our listeners. We are so thrilled to have you. Please go over to our YouTube channel and subscribe. Our channel is USA Global TV and Radio. We have over 29 shows a week. Each week, it varies depending on if a co-host is on vacation or whatever the situation might be. But on average, it's about 29 shows. And all the shows are organized into playlists, so it's easy for you to find them. Maybe you have some of your favorite favorites, or maybe you're just sampling all of them because all of them are outstanding. We have education, entertainment, hope, and inspiration. That's what it is we do here. We have a new opportunity for you as well. If you are interested in being acknowledged as a super fan by giving super thanks over on our YouTube channel, we will let our viewers, our listeners know for a week that you are a super fan. And if you come back and thank us again, we'll do the same thing the following week. So again, go over to our YouTube channel and wherever you can give super thanks, go ahead and do that. And I will personally acknowledge you. Thanks again. That's our last show for today. Starting in September, we'll be coming back with our regular programming. Typically Roland would be on right after this with his talking heads and he'll be coming back. And I believe that is next week. So many of our co-hosts are on holiday. We have a big weekend coming up here in the States. It's called Labor Day weekend, and many people have taken this week off. So we'll be back again, as I mentioned, next week with the regular programming. Thank you so much. If you'd like to join our team, if you'd like to be a co-host or a talking head or a talking partner or a talking group, if you would like to have your own show, or if you would like to get involved in some other way, becoming part of our elevated listening community, please do reach out to me. Go over to either of our websites, USA aglobaltv.com or drjacqueline.com. Contact us. I will be more than happy to meet with you and understand what it is you'd like to do that will support your work or support your life in some way. That's what we're here for. Thank you again. See you tomorrow. Bye.